One of the serious things in the church today is envy. God sets us in the body of Christ as he wills. Some people try to copy each other, and that is wrong to do that. I believe Jude calls them mockers. If you look at Jude, verse 17 through 19, But beloved, remember ye the words which were spoken before of the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ, how that they told you there should be mockers, that's copiers, in the last time who should walk after their own ungodly lust. These be they who separate themselves, sensual, having not the spirit. But they pick out certain individuals that they admire and they copy those individuals. These are Antichrist in the church, copiers, mockers. Those of us in the church must be born again by God, by the Spirit of God given the Spirit, given a new heart to follow God. And we follow God as He wills. Now, we may see someone we admire, but we must not try to copy that person. Instead, we follow God, doing as He wills. Romans chapter 8, verse 14, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. We have different functions in the church assigned by God. For the body is not one member, but many. 1 Corinthians 12. Verse 15, if the foot shall say, because I am not the hand, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? And if the ear shall say, because I am not of the eye, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? If the whole body were an eye, where were the hearing? If the whole were hearing, where were the smelling? Verse 18, But now God hath set the members, every one of them, in the body, as it has pleased him. After I was born again, God began teaching me as I would read the Bible. And he would take me to certain passages of Scripture, and I diligently studied those Scriptures. And then he showed me at a prayer group a spiritual gift that he was giving me. It was word of knowledge. And at that group, 
While the women were praying, I heard these words, look up. So I looked up, and on the wall, I saw an outline of a stomach. After the women quit praying, I said, does anyone have a stomach problem? And one little woman jumped up and down and said, I do, I do. Later on, God often gave me a word of knowledge, especially concerning healing. He often gave me a word of knowledge by showing me an outline on the wall. And then I would share it with whichever group I was with at the time. Or in individual cases, once I was totally by myself in my house, and God showed me an open vision of a young man who had been diagnosed with ALS. That's that crippling disease that eats away at your body one inch at a time. David was already totally paralyzed at the time I was shown the vision. And in this vision, I saw David on a golf course. Before the disease had surfaced, David played golf. I saw him on a golf course, and he was jumping up and down. He was waving to us, come on, come on, join me. I knew God was showing me David was going to go ahead of us. David would die and go on ahead of us. But he was so excited about being where he was. It was wonderful. And I knew God was showing me David's spiritual condition was fine, not to be concerned about him. About two or three days after I had this vision, David died. I sent a, a note to his wife sharing the vision with her and suggesting that they read it at his funeral because it showed David was happy and his spiritual condition was wonderful. There's a woman in our prayer group and she was actually the leader of the prayer group. I knew so little at that time. I was just barely born again. But God would give me these spiritual gifts, and I would share them. And she said one day, God is no respecter of persons. If God will show Joan Boney that, he'll show me. Well, see, she was wrong. She was envious. She wanted to be something. We must not let envy into our hearts concerning what we see another person do. One woman one time said, well, I don't know how I'm supposed to compete with somebody who has been taken into heaven twice. Well, that was me because shortly after I was born again, I was taken into heaven. I was with God, I was with Christ, I was with the Holy Spirit. I saw no images. It was a spiritual experience. And at that time, I was merged into the body of Jesus, made one with the Word of God. And a second night, the exact same thing happened. 
I later came to believe that it had to do with the calling of God on my life to exhort the church and the two offices that God has shown me that I have in the church are apostle and prophet. Apostle simply has an ordination toward dealing with scriptures, order in the church, doctrine. That's the primary role of an apostle, dealing with doctrine. Prophets, the primary role is bringing correction to the church and also edifying the church by the word of God. I know there have been people who have tried to copy me and wanted to copy me and wanted to be like me. One woman came to me once at church and said, I want to do what you do. And I said, you do? It really shocked me because I never thought any of this. I agreed to do it. Let's put it that way. Agreed with God to do it. But as far as seeking it and wanting to do any of it, I didn't have that desire. But many people want to be ministers when they are not called by God to be. It's their desire to help people or to be something. Many, many ministers want to be great. They want to be something in the eyes of other people. And some ministers simply want to help other people. There's the story of the painter Vincent van Gogh, who wanted so much to be a preacher. But as the story goes, he was terrible at ministry school, and he, they didn't even want to use him, and finally he became a painter, which is what he was supposed to do. But I've seen a lot of people who want to be ministers when they're not called by God to be a minister. You have to be called by God to be a minister. Ephesians chapter 4, start at verse 4. There's one body and one spirit, even as ye are called in one hope of your calling. In verse 8, Wherefore he saith, when he, Jesus, ascended upon high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. Verse 11. And he gave from heaven, after the resurrection, some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measures of the statute of the fullness of Christ that we henceforth be no more children, tossed to and fro, and carried about 
with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie in wait to deceive. But speaking the truth in love may grow up unto him, unto Jesus, in all things, which is the head, even Christ. I make an effort to teach, speak, those things that God has shown me. Those have a power of God in them. For example, the second time I was baptized, I was baptized first by the will of men. But the second time I was baptized, it was after I was born again and God said, be baptized. So it was by the will of God. I went to a church. My cousin attended that church, and I said, if you can set it up this afternoon, I will be baptized. She said, but you've already been baptized. And I said, but I wasn't born again. She didn't understand at all. As we drove along talking, she looked at me at one point and said, well, I believe you are a Christian. I just don't know how you can be. God gives us things to speak, and when we speak, the church recognizes us. There is a scripture which says, a man's gift maketh room for him. What God gives you when you speak it, others know you belong to God. Others who are of God. The second time I was baptized, the minister lowered me into the water, and the Holy Spirit said, This is like being buried with Jesus. And as I came out of the water, the Holy Spirit said to me, This is like being raised with Christ. Before we went to the baptism area of the church building, my relatives had gathered downstairs in the auditorium And the young minister really surprised me because this was a Church of Christ building. And he said, is there anything you'd like to say? Well, they don't let women speak in a Church of Christ. And I said, well, I guess so. And I just started talking about how I'd been baptized when I was 15, but I wasn't born again and how God caused me to be born again, what happened. And I I can't remember exactly what I said, but my uncle was crying. And after that baptism, I came back downstairs after I dressed and came back downstairs, and my uncle was still crying. And he said to me, Could you write that out, what you said today? 
He said, I've never heard anything like that. Well, God opened his ears to hear at the time I was speaking. He was born again at the time I spoke that day. Not because of me, but God shows signs following when we share things of God. And this was a sign to me of the ministry that I had been ordained to. At that time, I still owned a business in Dallas. So my uncle asked me if I could send that to him. And I said, well, I I guess so. I went back to Dallas and wrote it out and sent it to him. Later, years later, I realized that he was born again at the time I talked. It says the Lord works with us with signs following. That's in the last chapter of Mark. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 18. But now God has sent the members, every one of them, in the body as it has pleased him. God opens our ears to hear as he wills. Pam Paget had a great aunt, Ethel, who had been a Baptist all her life. She got to be in her 80s, and she was born again. And then she was telling everybody, I thought I was a Christian, but I wasn't a Christian. Her eldest daughter just thought she'd gone crazy. She said, I don't know what's happened to Mother. All of a sudden, she started talking like this. Everybody knows Mother's always been a Christian. Well, (laughs) that uh, is really not true. We haven't always been a Christian. When God speaks to us and we agree with him, then we are born again by the Spirit of God. On the way home from that reunion, Pam said, Oh, wasn't it wonderful what Aunt Ethel said? Her dad said, What'd she say? See, their ears weren't open to hear. But Pam recognized her. She knew something had happened to her. God gives understanding to whom he will as he will. We simply learn to speak what God has done with us in our lives. And those who are of God will recognize us. And those who aren't of God, sometimes God will cause them to be born again over what we have spoken. We speak by faith, but never Ever do we try to copy another person in the church or prayer group. They can be examples to us on the way they live by their faith, but we don't try to do as they do in the sense of uh, be a preacher or share as they share. Share as God shows you to share. 
have faith to share those things that God has done with you by His Spirit. Thank you for allowing me to speak with you today.